Hey fellow riders, this is your host Rusty James. It is Tuesday, November 10th, 2015, and this is The Ride. Okay, listen up, I'm on a roll. I'm on a roll. This is the third episode this morning. I've got a long commute, and I'm just booming. I want to encourage you to check out the other episodes from this morning. Well, I want to encourage you to check out all the episodes, all the days. I think we're somewhere near 75 episodes. I cannot believe it. We're going to definitely reach 100 before Christmas this year. I think that's quite awesome. And because I am binge casting right now, I have the potential, I said this in the last one, I have the potential of putting out like 12 today, but I'm not gonna, but you never know. I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like if I start this thing recording, God's just going to give me some more stuff. So until I run dry, I'm going to keep doing this. So I'm kind of living by faith right now because whatever I could have talked about, I've already talked about in the last two podcasts this morning. So Lord, I'm asking that you would provide the right words for this moment in time. Amen. So the sun is starting to, well, the sun's not peeking out, but the sky is lit. It's overcast, slightly rainy. And I'm headed to a project. For the last five months, I've been working on something, and today is an installation day. Hopefully we get a lot done. We can do it in one day. That'd be really awesome. So I just caught a glimpse, less than one second of a yard, a farmhouse yard filled with farm implements. And I'd say half of them are rusted beyond repair. So let's just delve, shall we? Did you know that the life of Christ, the life of Christ in you has tools? You've got tools, man, well, man. Here's a tool. Being able to forgive somebody when they don't deserve it. That's a tool. It's a gift. You realize that a lot of the things that we're given as Christians are gifts from God Almighty. The ability to love the unlovable. The ability to love somebody when they don't love you back. You have that capability right now. You know why? Because the love of God is in you. That's part of the change. When you became a new creation, the love of God was put in you. The love of God is selfless. It goes out. It's not just staying stagnant in your life, stagnant in the barnyard of old farm implements where they're not doing any good. The love of God is in your life. It's meant to be an active part of it. Now, I'm preaching to myself right now because for a long, 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 long time, I really didn't like that aspect of the Christian life where I had to give out the love of God. I'll be honest with you. I'd much rather be selfish, really. 
But that's not what God's called us to do. God has called us to go out into the dirtiness of the world and tell the good news. Not only tell it, but live it. Do it. Be active and deliberate in your active. That means loving the unlovable. Forgiving the unforgivable. You know, lately I've noticed some things in marriages. I, I didn't know I was going to talk about this, obviously. But I, I just got, I got something I believe the Lord is saying right now. As Christians, if we're really walking in Christ, we have to forgive the unforgivable. Now, I'm going to step on some toes here, I think. But Jesus stepped on toes too, so I'm following his lead. Married people who have made a covenant with one another. This is not a challenge like I typically will challenge. This is a rebuke. You have made a covenant with your partner. And unless your life is at risk, or the lives of your children, or you know some kind of heinous problem in the marriage, you must forgive. You must forgive. I don't know who I'm talking to or what the thing is that needs forgiving. I think living out the forgiveness allows the Spirit of God to move in ways that you would have never thought possible in that relationship. I've seen it happen. So, you know, I don't know. I, I've been seeing some things on Facebook that really concern me. Uh, relationships that have changed that unfortunately are going the way of the world and are not a witness to the forgiving love of God. You must forgive and you must ask the Lord to help you forgive. I mentioned this once before. There is a book in the Old Testament. I think it's Hosea. That would be good to read. It's about Hosea. I think it's Hosea. That the Lord had him get into a covenant relationship with a woman who was an adulteress and it was a it served as a picture of being able to forgive so that's all I have to say about that you know if if you're hearing this and 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 you needed to hear this then you've heard what you needed to hear so I'm going to move on so the sun has finally lit my day it's a nice amber color while the rain is pouring down. Can you hear that rain? It's a cleansing rain. It's not, not terrible, not terrible harsh. It's just kind of pleasant. It's a whole lot more pleasant than if this was a winter storm. I mean, it, at this part of Michigan, I would expect that we would have been getting snow by now maybe. And I'm not bothered by this one bit. Let it rain. You ever notice when you're driving, you uh, 
I don't know, I think about things sometimes makes me wonder if I'm a little weird, but it's okay. I used to, when I was younger, you know, we'd, I'd be in my dad's car and family would be going somewhere. And when I was really young, I didn't know why there were cars that were going the opposite direction on the highway. Because I'm thinking, well, aren't they going to go where we're going? I mean, why would anyone not want to go where we're going? We're going to Grandma and Grandpa's. They got cookies. It didn't take long for me to realize that, oh, there's people with other lives. They've got other things to do. They might be going a different direction on the highway. And then I look at the cars on my side of the highway that are going the same direction, but they seem to be disengaged from me. They, you look in their windows and they're doing something different. And, you know, every once in a while they take a different exit than we do. And, well, so they're doing something different too. So only we're on this path. We're the only ones going to end up at that destination. And as a young child, it took, it didn't take too long for me to realize that, okay, yeah, yeah, there are different people and they have different destinations. I don't know why I thought about that except for the fact that when I think about life, there really are only two eternal destinations, two, with the Father or without the Father. And, you know, I'm speaking by faith that tells me I want to be with the Father. How do I know I want to be with the Father? Because even on this earth, I have experienced times where I know, I knew the Father was with me in a powerful way. And I wanted more of that. It's almost a desperate, I want more. Joy and the peace and the love I experienced at those moments were so powerful. I could not imagine having an existence without that. And I pray so much that you sense that too. If that excitement for wanting to be with the Father has gone, I pray that it returns. I pray that that fire will ignite again. When you have a fire like a campfire, I remember this when, when my son was in Boy Scouts. And you know, it's, you, you all know this is true. When you, when you have a fire that goes out, the flame's gone, but there's still some heat there. There's still embers. And there's still fuel somewhere in there. All it takes is a little bit of breeze. A little directed breath. That'll, it's allowed to get into that. You do that. Let that happen. Let the breath of God in. And you've seen it. You, you, you first feel this warmth that when you're blowing into that fire, you feel a warmth that you didn't think was there. It kind of blew away some of the colder embers. That, that lighter stuff kind of blows away and all of a sudden you see those embers, they're, they're glowing under there. A little bit more breath and they, they almost get white 
from that added breeze and not just a little bit more breath more and flame. Many of us have had these cold embers in our life. We remember the time that we had flame. And through the years, through maybe indifference to the Lord or just life, man, kind of blows out our heat, snuffs it out a little bit. But if you are a Christian and you have been made into a new creation, those embers are still there. Lord, blow. Lord, blow on those embers right now in Jesus' name. Now that's what I'm talking about. So who knew that simple words on a podcast could impact so strong? Well, God knew. You know how God knew? Because He is the Word and He speaks. You let the breath of the Lord in and the word of the Lord in and he will speak to your situation. You do not count yourself out. It doesn't matter how long ago those embers were burning. Lord, blow. Blow a new wind in our life. That's awesome. If you don't know what I'm talking about just now, that's okay. There were some people that needed to hear just that. And when you get to the point where you're wondering, well, where is God today? How come I don't sense His presence in my life like it used to be? Just get quiet. Speak to Him and ask Him to blow. Blow the wind of the Spirit into your heart. He will do it. He just did it for me. I mean, if it's not clear to you, He certainly just did it for me. You know what? I think that's all I had to say. You remember this particular podcast. I'm not sure what I'll title it, but November 10, if you need it, you come get it, all right? The word of the Lord doesn't go stale. Do you know what I'm saying? So you stay in that word. You live in peace and you pray for those who persecute you. And remember to get the life of God and the breath of God in every part of your life and he will flame and he will empower and give you what you need every day of your life and I will see you on the flip.